In this episode, I talk about music from Drive-By Truckers, Buffalo Nichols, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Guided by Voices, Colleen Green, and The Velvet Underground, kinda. I also have every intent of talking about the book Girl Interrupted, but we'll see what happens. It's gonna be kinda fast and loose on this particular episode. I say that as though any of the other episodes are any different. Anyway, I'm your host, Derek Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Hello, mates of the checking variety, or checkmates, as I normally call you. Sorry, don't really know what that was. I hope you're all doing okay. It's your old Uncle Derek coming to you here on a somewhat brisk and chilly night in St. Louis, Missouri. It's been fall temperatures here lately. I am debating about turning on the heat here in my house. Uh, I'm recording this episode, by the way, on a Shure SM58 microphone, which is my microphone of choice when I do, like, gigs and that kind of thing. It's 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 the microphone you'll find virtually in any bar that uh, people are singing in, and a lot of people also use them professionally. Uh, I like this microphone a lot for that kind of thing. It is, however, not the microphone that I normally do this show on, so please excuse any popping peas or uh, weird S sounds, or T sounds, or whatever happens. Uh, I'm doing my best. Give me a break. Uh, All my other microphones are otherwise engaged. Uh, Hey, I want to say right at the top of the show, I am sorry that it's been a couple of weeks since I've done an episode. Nobody could be more surprised by learning that than I was, because I didn't realize I had taken off uh, quite so much time. Um, I, I just, I, I've been busy with something else and time got away from me, but I have lots of things that I want to talk, uh, to about for you. Wait, that sentence came out wrong. Uh, and I knew it as it was coming out. I have lots of things that I want to talk about to you. No, uh, I have lots of things I want to talk to you about. That's the sentence. Sorry. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I am on my third glass of Kettle One as I'm recording this. I had a hard day, and I needed vodka, so that's what happened. And uh, then I decided, this seems like ideal conditions to do a show that's going to be heard by people, some of whom I don't know and who write into the show and say nice things to me. Seems responsible to drink a lot of vodka and then talk to those people. That's uh, that's what's going on here in this particular episode. So I apologize in advance, uh, or I guess currently, for anything uh, that's a result of that. Uh, I have lots of stuff I want to talk to you about, is what I was trying to say. Uh, I... I one of the things I guess that I should talk to you about is the reason 
that I have been delayed in doing an episode because I've been doing something else with my microphones and with my time. I have something that uh, I didn't know I was going to be doing that uh, I'm going to be doing. (laughs) That uh, I had the idea in early September to maybe just for fun, because I think most of the people listening to this will know that I'm also a musician. I don't just do this. In fact, the music that you hear throughout the show is also available for absolutely free. It's all stuff that I wrote, and it's available for absolutely free over at DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com. There, we got that out of the way. Uh, also, the show has a companion blog at, at uh, EmptyChecking.Blogspot.com. DerekBrink.com for stuff about me and uh, Podbean dot something dot empty checking dot question mark uh, for the place where the show is hosted. Whatever. Uh, look, uh, what was I saying? Please tell me because I've I've lost it. I I've lost the the thread. Uh, I was, let's see, I was, I was going to tell you about something else that I've been doing, uh, music, that's it. Okay, music. I've been working on other music. I, I didn't know I was going to release more music this year. I, I kind of had the idea at the start of September, Jesus, I'm so sorry, I'm a little bit drunk and I'm doing a show. I'm so fucking sorry that you're listening to this. If I, if, if wiser minds prevail... In the morning, when I listen back to this, I will delete this episode, and you'll never hear it, and I'll do a different and better apology in the one that you do hear, but uh, there's a good chance I'll also listen to this and think it's funny and upload it. Uh, 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 At the start of September, I started thinking it might be fun if for Halloween I released something that would be me playing a bunch of cover songs— so I would be in disguise or in costume playing other people's songs. And I was thinking maybe I'll just upload that to YouTube because YouTube is still kind of the Wild West for copyright law, basically. Um, maybe I'd just real quick with an acoustic guitar pound out some songs that I like and release that for you uh, on just YouTube and YouTube alone as a fun little dumb Halloween thing. That was the idea I initially had. That idea kind of grew and changed because one of the songs that I wanted to do for that project was the song Science Fiction Double Feature off the Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack because I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And, spoiler alert, I've got an episode coming up about that. It will be very, very soon. By the way, I will get back to my episode where I'm going to just sit and talk over my album Happy Now. Uh, I felt like I took a little bit, of, a little bit of time off, so I owe you a proper episode, and that's what I'm doing now while drinking a lot of vodka. But uh, I, I, I'm going to do a RHPS uh, episode as well, and I think my brother Dave will probably be involved in that. But what uh, what what's important right now is I was uh, I was thinking about doing science fiction double double feature as one of the songs on my cover thing. And I learned it, and I was playing it, and having fun playing it, and that led to me also sort of learning how to play Time Warp, and that led to me thinking, boy, how how hard would it to be to do to do the rest of this? Like, can I pull off playing the entire album? And I ended up playing the entire album, and liking it, and having fun doing it, and 
looking into the copyright laws on it and stuff. And the long story short, too late, but the long story short is that on October 29th, watch my social media and watch DerekBrink.com because you're going to get an official release of me playing the entire Rocky Horror Picture Show soundtrack on acoustic guitar and vocal and I'm going to release that, and it's going to be only on DerekBrink.com. I can't put it on my Bandcamp page because of copyright stuff, but it'll be on DerekBrink.com. It will still be free. I'll put a donate button on there in case anybody wants to pay for it and be you know kind and wonderful and lovely. That's uh, Thank you in advance if you do that. You're in no way going to be obligated to do it. I won't even know that you downloaded it, probably. Um, I mean, there are ways I can probably find out that people did, and in fact that I will have to find out that people did for copyright reasons, but uh, I won't know that you personally downloaded it or not. Uh, so it'll be on my website. The uh, the Derek Brink Acoustic Show is what I'm going to be calling it. It's just me playing all of the Rocky Horror songs, and that'll be coming out on October 29th for Halloween weekend. I'm excited about that, and I hope you are too. That is what has been eating up my time and taking up my microphones, because uh, <laughs> I only have so many microphones, and they need to be used for micing guitars and vocals and stuff. And uh, uh, so I'm doing this on a different microphone than usual. All that to say I'm using a Shure microphone instead of the ones I normally use, uh, basically. Um, and that also explains where I've been for the past couple of weeks. I'm sorry if you were looking for a new episode to get you through your workday or gym session or jogging or whatever you do when you listen to me. Uh, hopefully those are the options that you've got in mind. Maybe maybe a drive-time commute? I hope no one's using this show for anything sexual. That would be... I, I mean, I, 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 I would be flattered... But that is a mistake on your part, if that's what you're doing with uh, this free content and whatnot. Don't, uh, don't do that. Anyway, we've got a good show for you here tonight, or today, or whenever you're listening to this. Those are really the only two options, night or day. Uh, I, I covered the gamut there. There's not really another time for you to be listening. I mean, there's you know the, sort of the dusk or the gloaming, as some might call it. Uh, that morning hour where the sun's just kind of coming up and everything sucks. That's that's another time you might you might be listening to it. But I mean, really, it's it's either it's either morning or evening. So whichever one of those that you're listening to this in. Or, you know, perpetual darkness if the world has ended. Whatever. I hope you're, I hope you're having a good one of, of those, uh, whatever thing it is that you're listening to this in. I uh, hope you're doing okay. I'm uh, feeling no pain, thanks to our good friends at Kettle One, who do not sponsor this show in any way, shape, or form, but I sponsor the hell out of them right now. Uh, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna have a good show. I'm gonna talk to you about some music and some other stuff, probably mostly the music, and, uh, we're gonna have some fun, and it's gonna, it's gonna get weird, and I'll probably delete all of this, <laughs> and I'll be, I'll be the only one who ever knows that it happened. Um, but if this does somehow get released, 
Uh, thank you so much, and please, God, listen to the next episode. It'll be so much better. you guys about and girls and uh, whatever wherever you are on the gender scale uh and, and i mean that wherever you are on the gender scale whatever color of the rainbow represents you i have some music to talk to you about um that uh i hope that didn't sound flippant because what whatever uh gender you identify as uh your old uncle derek loves you and uh i will always uh be there for you if your family is not uh i have music to talk to you about let's not get maudlin and serious let's talk about rock and roll uh i i did something against my better instincts at the start of this month, at, at the first weekend of October, I did something that I didn't think I was ready to do, that in some ways I am still not ready to do, that in some ways I am judging myself for doing. Uh, long story short, I uh, attended my first super spreader event, uh, or uh, super spreader may, may be a little bit strong. It was the venue only holds a, f- a couple thousand people. I, I attended my first spreader event. Uh, it may not be a super spreader. Uh, I went to see Drive-By Truckers, one of my favorite bands, at the pageant here in St. Louis. They're back out on the road, and they stopped by St. Louis, and I have seen every, at least every advertised, to my knowledge, St. Louis show that they've done since 2004. And uh, I thought I was going to be missing this one. In fact, I even tried to sell my tickets to somebody else. I've had tickets sitting in my bookcase, which is where I keep my tickets, future robbers. Uh, I've had tickets sitting in my bookcase since uh, January of 2020, and the show was, I think, April something 2020 is what it was advertised for, what was on the tickets. I could look that up if I found the ticket, but I'm not going to do that. I'm sitting on a couch talking to you instead of doing that. Um the show, yeah, obviously got postponed because of COVID, and they sort of went back out on the road, and those tickets were honored, and I had tickets, and I thought, eh, I don't love the numbers that I'm seeing in St. Louis. I'm not comfortable. I don't want to go. And I told my brother, who had the other ticket that I had bought reserved for him, uh, I told him the same thing, and he said, yeah, totally understand. If you need to sell it, go ahead and sell it. Because uh, Dave, you know, was happy to see DBT anytime that they're in, but he also didn't want to go to it alone. So he said, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead and sell them. So I tried to sell them and tried to sell them and just couldn't because I don't have that many cool friends. And the one person who expressed interest uh, actually turned out that he couldn't make it. So uh, I had these tickets, and it was one of those things where I went, man, it would be... It would be a shame for these to go to waste and to waste that money. 
for something that I really, really like, you know? And so I had a little bit of a change of heart, and I got back in touch with my brother, and I said, hey, if we can sit at the back of the venue, kind of away from most people, and I'll, I'll, I, I can probably feel comfortable, and we can probably do it, and we're both fully vaccinated, and DBT's doing it right, they're requiring proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test within a, I think, 72-hour period before the show, they're doing it the right way. So many bands are, and that's great. Uh, it's about as safe as you can be in that environment. If we can sit back far enough, I, you know, away from enough people, I'm, I'm comfortable going with the understanding that if I freak out, I can leave. You know, and Dave said, "Yeah, okay, let's let's do it." So we went, and I made it through the whole show. And I had a good time, and DBT put on a really good show. DBT always puts on a really good show. Um, they're touring behind their last couple albums, really. Uh, the, uh, the Unraveling and... Um, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the title of the last one. Uh, uh, I'm pulling out my phone, because I'm not going to get it, because my brain is uh, vodka'd up. Uh, it's The Unraveling... And not, I mean, the big to-do was 15 years ago, maybe, by now. Uh, so it's not that. Uh, something with America. American Band was the one before the unraveling. Uh, this is why we don't do shows while we drink, people. The New OK is the most recent one. Sorry about that. Uh, had a little bit of vodka and started out my day sleepy and it's now deep into the evening and I'm, I'm sleepy and drinking. Don't remember stuff so good. But they're touring behind those two albums, The Unraveling and The New OK. And uh, uh, those are songs that, that kind of complete a trilogy of albums with American Band in there as well that are kind of standing up to the... Uh, Boy, there's not a there's not a friendly way to say this. Standing up to the Trump administration and what America became under it. That's what those albums kind of are. And uh that's something that I believe in that and that I agree with, that I'm sure that you understand my positions on that if you're a fan of the show. Um but they're also just really fucking good rock songs. So I was I was excited to see some of those performed live. And they're touring behind that stuff, and they did, they did a great job playing those songs and addressing those concerns, even now under the Biden administration, which is making some great strides in some ways and uh, not making some strides I'd hoped that, that it would have made by now in some other ways. But it's only been nine months, and there's uh, another few years to change some things. Um so I'm cautiously optimistic, I guess is what I'm saying politically. But anyway, DBT, touring behind those albums, came out, did a great show. Uh, they're, as, I've, as I said earlier, I've seen every show that they've done in St. Louis since 2004, and they're uh, a little bit less raucous than they used to be, and their amps have turned down a little bit. Uh, their songs sound a little bit cleaner. Their their mix is a little bit more even. You can distinguish one instrument from the other now. It's not just a wall of noise, uh, uh, but they're uh, they're a little bit more tame 
than they used to be even as recently as five to ten years ago. But they're still performing really good music, and they're doing it very, very well. Um, I I don't have a ton to say about the show. I mean, I bought the requisite show merch, which was kind of an experience that I didn't realize how much I missed until I was doing it. Uh, I got a T-shirt, and I got uh, a, 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 a poster that's autographed. And I also picked up, because I thought it was funny that they had one, I picked up a, a jigsaw puzzle. That's a photo of the band uh, that I am absolutely never going to put together. But I just thought it was incredible that they had one, so I picked it up. And uh, uh, so that's that's the merch that I got. But it was, it was just kind of nice to be at a DBT show again. And it was nice to go to a bar and order a drink and have someone hand me a drink. I didn't realize I had missed that either, you know? Uh, the drink was not worth the eight uh, dollars that I paid for it, um, because you know, fuck bars, basically. Uh, the drink that I ordered—I won't tell you which one—but the drink that I ordered, I could have gotten a six-pack of for one more dollar than what I was charged for one beer at the pageant. So that's how that works. Uh, but it was nice to order one and to have a pleasant person whose job it is to make me feel welcome, uh, make me feel welcome. That was just kind of nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, there were parts of the experience that I really enjoyed. And I really enjoyed being at a concert with my brother again. That's something that we've always done together, and uh, I missed that a lot, too. It was uh it was a good time seeing Dave and spending time with Dave and listening to music that we both like together with Dave. Uh that 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 was really really nice too. That was that was a lot of fun. Um but it was it was just kind of cool to be back in that experience. One of the things though at that show that I definitely definitely want to talk to you about and make a big deal about is the guy that was the opening act for DBT. And that's a guy who goes by the name Buffalo Nichols, which is an outstanding name. Uh, Buffalo spelled how you would imagine. Nichols spelled N-I-C-H-O-L-S. Buffalo Nichols, if you don't know what that is, uh, is also a form of currency that is no longer used in the States and is, to whatever degree, collectible. Um, so th- this is a guy whose last name is Nichols, and presumably his nickname is Buffalo, and he goes by that professionally. He actually had a joke in his set where somebody, uh, I guess down front, I was toward the back, but I, I think somebody down front yelled something about, is Buffalo your real name? And he said, yeah, Buffalo is my real name. And then he said, I, I, I just lied to you there. I don't know why. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> and so his, his real name is not Buffalo, but his last name, I'm sure, is Nichols. Um, he, uh, is a very rootsy artist, um, African-American gentleman, which I think is important to know if you're going to listen to his music because it informs a lot of his music and a lot of his lyrics, uh, but very sort of rootsy, dobro-y, slide guitar-y kind of guy and very, very earthy and very gritty, really, really dug the hell out of him. He just got up there with just a guitar and a little bit of uh, ambient effects on his floorboard, but mostly just a guitar and his vocal, and just delivered a really moving, really great acoustic set 
that captured my heart and my imagination, and he sort of ended his set. I, I think a few songs in, Dave and I just turned to each other and said, okay, this I, I, I might love this guy, you know, because he was, he was just doing great music and music that very much speaks to our time. Uh, uh, there, there are lyrics on there that, that uh, if you're in any way sympathetic to the BLM movement, will break your heart. Um, in between sets, after he finished his set, I decided, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the, the merch area and I'm going to buy his CD because I liked him. And I also bought a T-shirt. Uh, I spent a lot of money that night that I didn't have to spend, but whatever. Uh, it was the one and only gig I'm going to for a while, you know. Um, so, yeah, I went back to the uh, I went back to the merch and I, I bought his CD and I bought his T-shirt. And as I was walking out... Again, bear in mind, I'm at the back of the uh, of the room where we're watching him perform. But as as I'm walking out, I'm kind of passing by a guy that I kind of went, was that was that Buffalo Nichols? Was that the guy? That might have been the guy because he was wearing a shirt that was kind of black and white striped. That from the stage where I was sitting, I thought was blue and white. I, I, you know, but it it was like just. It was one of those things where I was like, I wasn't close enough to the stage to see his face, so when I walked by him, I didn't, I, I kind of went, that might have been him, but I'm not sure. So I kind of kept walking and went back to where Dave and I were seated and sat down and said, hey, I'm back and blah, 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 blah. And Dave said, all right, I'm going to go back there and, and, and see what he's got back there too. So Dave went back to the merch and came back and said, hey, that uh, Buffalo Nichols is back there now if you want to go meet him. Uh, cause, uh, I wanted to meet him and I had his CD. So I went back there and I took the CD with me and I, and I, I saw the guy and I said, Hey, I just bought your CD and you got back here right as I was leaving. I was wondering if you'd be willing to sign it for me. And he said, yeah, sure. You know, and took the plastic wrap off of it and signed it real quick in a gold Sharpie marker that is already kind of fading because it was <laughs> a quick signature in a, uh, in a glorified bar, you know, um, but uh, just got got a chance to talk to the guy for uh, probably all of 30 seconds and asked him a couple musician questions and told him, hey, I'm a guitar player too. How did you do this thing? And and he kind of said, and I said, all right, well, hey, I appreciate the hell out of what you did and thanks so much for doing that and good luck and all that stuff. And and now I follow him on Twitter because he was great. And uh, after the show, the uh, my brother and I both had, I think, the same experience. We got back to our respective cars, and we got into our cars, and both immediately put the Buffalo Nichols CD in our CD players, respective CD players, as we drove to our respective homes. And uh, I got home, and I was home for maybe five minutes when Dave texted me and said, Hey, so on first listen... The Buffalo Nickel CD might be in my top ten for the year, and I said, "Yeah, same. It's great because it's 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 a fantastic album." Google Buffalo Nichols. Go to his website. He's easy to find. B u f f a l o space n i c h o l s. Great roots music that you will want to share with others. Uh, it's just fantastic. He writes wonderful songs, and you should pay a lot of attention to this guy. Get in now before he's one of the biggest names in the genre. Buffalo Nichols, great, great music. Can't say enough about it. Also a really nice guy from the 30 seconds I got to spend with him. 
and from a brief uh, Twitter interaction where he retweeted me saying nice things about him. He seems like a good guy who uh, who appreciates your support and who could use your support because he's right now a supporting act, and uh, guys at that level really need people like you and me to tell our friends about him. So tell your tell your friends about him. I mean, I guess listen to his album first, but uh, then tell your friends about him once you fall in love with them, as I am sure that you will, because I did. So that's uh, that's kind of the rundown of my first super spreader event back into society. Um, had a really good time at those gig- at that gig uh, with those those uh, acts, and uh, check them both out. I have more music that I want to talk to you about. And I think I would be doing you a disservice if I did anything less than jump to what is immediately the most uh, contrary to the stuff I've been talking about already thing. There was a sentence or a thought in there somewhere that maybe you can sift through and weed out. Uh, I'm going to jump to a completely different musical genre is what I'm trying to say to you. I uh, picked up the new album by Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga called Love for Sale. Um, Some of you will bristle at one of those names, and some of you will bristle at the other of those names. Uh, But the uh, truly musically inclined among you will hear both of those names and go, Oh, how is that? I haven't heard it yet. Uh, Because I love Tony Bennett, and I'll, 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 I'll say it, I love Lady Gaga. She's great at what she does. The only reason that you don't love her is because her name isn't David Bowie. Uh, Because she's David Bowie in A Woman's Body, which David Bowie kind of wanted to be for a while there, anyway. Uh, Lady Gaga's great. Get on board with Lady Gaga. Her work with Tony Bennett is beautiful. uh, It sounds very traditionally Tony Bennett, very traditionally jazz. She did another album with him. Uh, several years back now uh, that, what was that, Cheek to Cheek? Was that the name of it? I think that might have been the name of it. Uh, But put out Love for Sale very recently, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, that uh, it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. Tony Bennett, for those who might not know, is in the throes of a battle with uh, Alzheimer's, which... I don't know that anybody that I've known has ever had Alzheimer's, particularly, but I've known people who have had dementia. I've had people in my family who have had dementia, and it's it's a terrible thing to watch, and it's a terrible feeling to realize that when you're in a room with somebody, they don't know who you are, and they're just trying to be polite. And it's a terrible feeling to realize that it might be less stressful on all involved if you no longer visit. Uh, I was in that position in my 20s, and there are mistakes that I made then that I would not make now. But without getting any heavier on that than I already have, and sorry if I bummed you out, Tony Bennett is fighting that battle right now, and Lady Gaga gave him the gift of one more Really fucking great album. Love for Sale is a really beautiful album, and let me read you the track list, because uh, if you're at all a fan of this genre, you will recognize a lot of these songs. 
Starts out with It's D Lovely. They then do Night and Day, the title track, Love for Sale, Do I Love You, which is a great song, uh, I Concentrate on You, uh, I Get a Kick Out of You, Who Doesn't Love I Get a Kick Out of You, uh, So in Love, Let's Do It, one of those great songs, one of those great classics, uh, just one of those things, and they end on the song Dream Dancing. If you are in any way a fan of the genre, you recognize some of those titles. If you are not a fan of the genre, you would recognize some of those melodies. It's uh, maybe better than the Cheek to Cheek album that they did previously, which I am going to keep calling it Cheek to Cheek, even if that isn't the name of it. That's what I think it is currently. And again, just want to uh, toss in there. I've had a lot of vodka, so I might be wrong. But uh, Love for Sale just immediately captured my heart the second that I put it into my player. And uh, it has continued to do so. I keep listening to it, and I especially like listening to it in the rain. I really like listening to Tony Bennett and to jazz in the rain. And uh, this album has really been doing the job for me lately. Check it out. If you've ever wondered about Tony Bennett, this is a great introduction. If you love Lady Gaga and just want to kind of hear her do something different from what she normally does... This is a great way to do that and is going to make you want to investigate Tony Bennett further. Uh, And it's probably Tony Bennett's last album within his lifetime. And the world owes a lot to him. The world of music owes a lot to him. And I think maybe you owe it to him to hear this album. It's genuinely beautiful. Please listen to it. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga... Love for Sale. Uh, That is going to be on my top ten for this year. I'll just tell you now. It's going to be on my top ten. And there's a little bit of the the year left still, a couple months left, and there's some stuff that I'm really excited about coming out in those couple of months, but that one's going to hit my top ten. Check it out, please. Let's move on to stuff that... uh, came out a little bit more recently than that even uh there's a new album by uh colleen green out there i assume she pronounces a colleen might be colleen don't know never heard her say it uh i know people who spell it the same way who are colleen's and i know people who spell it the same way who are colleen's so whatever she prefers that is what you should say that's a good rule with humanity in general whatever someone wants to be called just call them that doesn't do you any harm uh, Colleen or Colleen Green released her new album Cool recently. Uh, I became a fan of hers oddly through the Harmontown podcast. They started using one of her songs pretty regularly as entrance music. Uh, let's see, can I remember what song it is? Uh, maybe it's uh, maybe it's called Let Go. Is that right? Let me think about the song for just a second here. And I will be able to tell you. Yeah, it's called Let Go. Uh, which I don't know if she even released that anywhere other than digitally, but uh, I fell in love with her sound just by listening to the Harmontown podcast. And she's got a lot of stuff out there. She has... Uh, uh, her new album, Cool, is out there and is getting some attention from some of the right people. And I'm one of the wrong people, but I still want to give it some attention. 
Uh, it's a really fun kind of poppy rock album. And saying pop rock is almost a... Like people almost say that derogatorily sometimes. It's it's a little bit of a misnomer, but it it also fits. It's uh, it's rock music, but it's also got just a, a little bit of a bounce to it. When I say pop rock, I'm thinking things like Big Star and Cheap Trick and stuff like that. I'm not thinking like pop. You know what I mean? Uh, sorry if there's popping peas throughout this entire thing with me saying pop so much. Popping peas, pop, 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 popping peas. Uh, sorry if that keeps happening. Again, I don't really know what this microphone's going to do in the podcast uh, world. There was another P for you. Podcast. Popping P. Podcast. Piccadilly. Pickle. Plunk. These are all P words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A little bit out of it. Uh, Colleen Green. Colleen Green. Whatever she calls herself, really uh, fun, uh, poppy sounding rock album that I've I've really really been enjoying. Uh, very energetic and very kind of up sounding. There's just a bunch of songs on this album that just go. You know what I mean? And uh, I I I kind of love it. And uh, it's it's pretty new to me still. I've really only listened to it a couple of times. But uh, I, I I can see myself going back to this one a lot and really enjoying it because uh, I really enjoy some of her previous work that I've heard. And this one is also work that she's done, and it's a lot of fun, and it's really good. And the closing song is an instrumental piece called Pressure to Come. It's spelled C-U-M. Pressure to Come. That's the name of a song on it. In case you need a reason to buy something awesome, there you go. Uh, it's instrumental, so you don't get to hear her say anything dirty on that song or anything like that. But uh, it's uh, that, that's that's a title that she chose to use. I'm for that. Let's get a little bit more vulgarity in our pop rock. That's fun. Also, pressure's another P word. Just so you know that I know that. that maybe that's the title of this episode, Pressure is Another P Word. It's a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good title, the way I do titles anyway on this thing. I'm talking for over a half hour. Uh, Colleen Green's new album, Cool, absolutely is cool. Really enjoyed it. I uh, haven't looked closely enough at the top ten list for this year yet to know if it's going to make it on there, but uh, if it doesn't, it probably should. It's a really fun album, really light and fun, and uh, the next nice sunny day that you have, you should probably put that album into your player and listen to it and have a good time. Uh, another album that I picked up very recently is I'll Be Your Mirror, a tribute to the Velvet Underground. There are various and sundry artists on it. Uh, if you know me, you know that I love the Velvet Underground. Uh, so often when people ask the question, Beatles or Stones, I say, trick question, Velvet Underground and kind of mean it. Uh, I love the Velvet Underground. I love Lou Reed. And I heard that there was a tribute album coming out with some really interesting names on it and uh, thought I'd pick it up. Let me read you some of the names on it. In fact, let me just read you the track list with the names. Um, the album starts out with Sunday Morning, performed by Michael Stipe. I'm Waiting for the Man, performed by Matt Berninger of uh, uh, The National. 
Uh, Femme Fatale, performed by Sharon Van Etten, who I really like. She's got a really interesting voice. Uh, Venus and Furs, uh, performed by Andrew Bird and Lucius. Lucius, who I just recently found out about listening to the Sheryl Crow Live from the Ryman and more CD, which I reviewed on a recent episode. Maybe the episode before this. You'll know that better than I will. Uh, Run, Run, Run is performed by Kurt Vile, who I also adore. All Tomorrow's Parties, performed by St. Vincent and Thomas Bartlett. Heroin, done by Thurston Moore, featuring Bobby Gillespie. There She Goes Again by King Princess. I'll Be Your Mirror by Courtney Barnett, uh, or Barnett, who I am familiar with, who I listened to one of her things and really didn't like it, but I've listened to other stuff of hers and gone, I, I don't know why I didn't like the thing that I listened to. She's great. She's clever and witty and fun. And uh, she does I'll Be Your Mirror on this album uh, and does it more than justice. Uh, the Black Angel's Death Song is done by Fontaine's DC and European Sun is done by Iggy Pop and Matt Sweeney. I had so much fun listening to I'll Be Your Mirror. I can't even, like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, I think just the fact that I read through that list and kept pausing to tell you how much I like the artists involved with this record probably tells you all you need to know about whether or not I liked it. Uh, by the way, I did not do near enough fawning over Michael Stipe doing Sunday Morning. Uh, Michael Stipe singing a Velvet Underground song is wonderful because everybody loves R.E.M. If you say you don't love R.E.M., you're a liar because you love R.E.M. You just might not understand that about yourself, and it's okay. We're here to help you through it. But Michael Stipe does Sunday Morning, and does a great job on it. I love the Velvet Underground, and I love so many of the artists involved with this album of tribute songs to, to the Velvet Underground. It's just a win-win for me. Like, I love the people involved, I love the subject matter, and uh, I had a great time listening to it. And if you like the Velvet Underground, pick it up. You're going to have a good time. If you like any of the artists involved that I mentioned, pick it up. You're going to have a good time. That's all you should be asking for. One more album to talk about before we're done with this segment and possibly this episode, because, uh, again, a lot of vodka. Uh, There's a new album by Guided by Voices, because of course there is, because it's been uh, more than a week since their last release. Uh, Guided by Voices <laughs> put out a new album called It's Not Them, It Couldn't Be Them, It Is Them. That's the name of the album. It's Not Them, It Couldn't Be Them, It Is Them. Uh, most of us are already just shortening it to It Is Them. Uh, it's a good album. It's a Guided by Voices album. It sounds like Guided by Voices. I'll say some of their recent stuff has sounded a little bit more like their garage rock lo-fi thing that they do so, so well, that we all love so, so much. And this one sounds a little bit more toward their cinematic-sounding stuff. I don't know another word for it. Cinematic is kind of the wrong word. But, like, there are there are strings involved and things in this album. It's that version of GBV that we all also love so much. Uh, I'll tell you this, one of the things that struck me about it, and this album came out today as I'm recording this, so I have heard it once, uh, but one of the things that struck me about it is I really love the bass tone 
the bass sounds great. And there are a couple of places where the bass is playing just by itself and like, wow, that's a good bass tone. You know, like just caught my ear and made me go, wow, that's a good bass tone, as I just fucking said to you. Um, I liked this album a lot on the one listen that I've given it. And uh, uh, if you like GBV, probably you might too, maybe. Uh, it's <laughs> And if you don't like this one, give it a couple of weeks, there'll be another one. Uh, they release music uh, in a speed that it's clear that they think they are the only band. Uh, say, is, is, is Coming from a guy who released two albums on the same day in May and has yet to talk about one of them on the show, like I promised, and I'm, I'm going to put out another thing on October 29th, that's a cover album that kind of doesn't count, but also really counts uh, because I love it and I'm really excited about it and you should listen to it. Uh, October 29th, check out DerekBrink.com. You'll find the thing. Um, uh, GBV puts out a lot of music very fast and you can be forgiven for missing an album here or there. But I'll tell you this, if you've missed a couple albums, you probably need to pick up the new one because it's really good and that's... That's me saying that after one listen, that it's really good. After multiple listens, I'm going to love this album. And so are you. Uh, it's not them. It couldn't be them. It is them. And folks, it is them. It's a really good GBV album. Check it out when you get the chance to do so. I've been reading a book that I am excited about and that I've been enjoying and that has also been breaking my heart, and I want to tell you about it, because uh, the reason I started reading it is one of my favorite musicians and performers, and like, I hear her name and my heart kind of goes, oh, that's 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 a place where I find comfort, and is in her music, is uh, Amy Mann. I love Amy Mann so, so much, and have for a very long time now. Uh, she announced that she's going to be putting out a new album and released the lead single for it, and uh, the new album is going to be, I think, 15 songs, if I understand, that are all, at least to some degree, based on the novel... The novel. Sorry, that's the wrong word for it. The memoir, Girl Interrupted. Now, Girl Interrupted was also a movie that came out in 1999 with uh, Winona Ryder and Angelina Jolie, uh, a movie that the author of the book said that she didn't really care for because it added a lot of drivel that wasn't in the book. Those are her words, not mine. I personally have not seen the movie. At the time, it didn't seem like my thing, and I never circled back around to it. But Girl Interrupted, I'm not talking about, about the movie. I'm talking about the book. And the album that Amy Mann is about to put out in November is uh, a bunch of songs that are centered around the book, not the movie. I want to be clear about that. Uh, I, I have no thoughts on the movie. I have not seen the movie. I read the description of the plot of the movie on Wikipedia and immediately thought, wow, they changed a lot. 
and uh, they, in fact, changed some things that were really important to me in the book. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to watch it or not, because I, I tend to, like so many people, I will read a book, and then I will see the movie, and the movie becomes the definitive version in my mind, no matter what happened. And uh, uh, in this case, the movie changed so much that I don't think that I want that to happen, because I was really charmed and overwhelmed by the book. Uh, the book, Girl Interrupted, is by Susanna Kaysen, S-U-S-A-N-N-A-K-A-Y-S-E-N. That's how you spell that, in case you want to pull it up on your Barnes & Noble or what have you. Uh, it's really only about 150, 200 pages. Actually, I've got it in front of me. Let me pull it, uh, pull it up, pull it out. Uh, I probably shouldn't say pull it out. Uh, let me let me look at it real quick. Uh, 168 pages is my paperback copy. Um, sorry, that got a little dirty. Uh, <laughs> um, 168 pages. So it's a fairly quick read, fairly light read for those of us who are avid readers. And the chapters are real short, so you can go through it pretty quick and feel like you're reading a lot, even if you only read a little. I love books that do that. Uh, that's a wonderful technique. Um, Susanna Kaysen wrote this memoir. It's a true story. Those of you who have only seen the movie, it is a true story uh, about Susanna Kaysen's life. She was, in the 1960s, I think 1967 it was, uh, was somewhat against her own will institutionalized with borderline personality disorder uh, with a suicide attempt. And what this book is, is her describing her experiences being institutionalized and describing the people that she met there, both patients and staff alike, and also talking about her own condition. It's a very, very brave thing to do. Uh, it's a very, very beautiful thing to do. It's a very, very heartbreaking thing to do. And Susanna Kaysen is a remarkably gifted writer. She has also written three novels that I very much want to read now and that I plan on pursuing. Uh, this memoir made me laugh and smile and think and cry. Uh, it's just beautiful. Her real gift is being able to describe, pardon me for phrasing it this way, but her ability to describe really fucked up people and make them feel warm and human and charming and then turn it on a dime to make them feel heartbreaking. Um, maybe the best way I can, I can explain that to you is by telling a little bit of one of the stories. One of the stories that she describes as a uh, woman who was admitted to the institution in which she was uh, also a patient. Uh, the woman who was admitted, uh, Susanna describes as having only two interests, and those two interests were laxatives and chicken. And, uh, <laughs> and she describes this woman as being... You know, as eccentric as you would imagine, and people trying to figure her out, you know, the other the other patients and herself trying to figure her out. And, and one of the patients became friends with the, with the woman by 
uh, giving her a bunch of laxatives, so she got let into her room and came out and described the room to the other patients and said, yeah, it's she, uh, she just eats chicken, and she gets a full chicken and strips the chicken down to just the bones, and when she's finished the chicken, she sets it on the floor, just sets the carcass on the floor, and right now she's got eight chickens in there, and she says she knows when it's time to leave when she gets 14 chickens. And uh, that's kind of how this woman is described. Very eccentric, very weird, very strange, but there's also a little bit of heart there, and there's also you want to know more, and it's kind of charming in its eccentricity and weirdness. And I love eccentricity and weirdness in anybody. I adore that. And it's that story is told in a way that really makes you kind of smile and laugh and feels really lighthearted. And then the next chapter starts with one day one of the people at the hospital came in and told us that the lady with the chickens and the laxative had committed suicide. She'd gotten out and went into her own apartment and everything and and then committed suicide. And all the patients were asking, well, was she in her apartment at the time? Was What did she do? Did she have a gun? What happened? You know, and and the hospital position was it. The details don't matter. We're going to have a moment of silence to remember her. And then one of the other patients realized, oh, was it her birthday? And the hospital worker said, yeah, it was her birthday. And it just turns on a dime like that to where you think, wow, this lady's hilarious. And like her, her mental illness is kind of funny and that she really loves laxatives and chicken and that's really amusing and entertaining. Oh God, she's gone. And this was a real person that the person writing this book really knew and was able to describe to us. And that just hits you like a ton of bricks. And that keeps happening throughout the book. And she does that so well and so beautifully. You will go from out loud cackling to out loud sobbing maybe a half dozen to a dozen times. And that is a gift that Susanna Kaysen has. Uh, I've really been enjoying reading this book in... I mean, enjoying almost seems the wrong word for it, given what I given what I just described. But uh, it's uh, it's been maybe I should say it's been a moving experience reading *Girl Interrupted*. Um, also, I think Amy Mann is going to do a hell of a job with it because uh, that same gift for making a charming person seem heartbreaking and also making a heartbreaking person seem charming. That's also Amy Mann's gift. This is a match made in heaven. Uh, I am very much looking forward to Amy Mann's next record. And uh, my love for Amy Mann made me read this book, which gave me a love for Susanna Kaysen. And uh, it's wonderful when art does that, when art leads you to art, leads you to deep experiences and... uh, one of the things that I really appreciate about Susanna Kaysen's writing has been the way that she kind of said, hey, 
just so you know, not everybody who wakes up in an institution has, like, a single moment that leads them there. It happens incrementally for most of us, and and uh, here are some things to watch out for, I guess, is kind of a little bit of what she's saying. And uh, I think everybody who reads it probably has a couple of moments where they go, oh, shit, I do that. And uh, <laughs> uh, 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 most of us won't end up in an institution here in 2021. Most of us will just end up going to uh, betterhelp.com or something, who incidentally does not sponsor this podcast. They sponsor a lot of podcasts, but not this one, but they came to mind because I listened to a bunch of podcasts. Um, we'll go to that, or we'll call somebody that we know who's a who's a, 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 a therapist or, or counselor or something, but... Um, most of us these days won't up at, won't end up in an institution, but in 1967 it was a different story, and uh, Susanna Kaysen very bravely shared her story in a way that is really communicable and beautiful and uh, uplifting and heartbreaking at the same time. And if that's your cup of tea which it is absolutely the world that I live in. It's not just my cup of tea, it's my fucking water, that kind of thing. Uh, or tonight, it's uh, my vodka. Um, uh, if, if that's in any way your cup of tea, or your cup of water, or your cup of vodka, or the air that you breathe, you should really read this book. Um, I've been just contacting fucked up people that I know since I... Since I started reading it and saying, hey, have you read Girl Interrupted? I think you should probably read Girl Interrupted. Because uh, I'm fucked up and it's doing some nice things for me. You know? I don't know. If you're if you're fucked up, talk to somebody if you need to, but also read this book. And maybe this book will help you figure out if you need to talk to somebody. Uh, your old Uncle Derek loves you, kids. Checkmates. Don't forget that. And uh, we're all in this together, and always fight like hell to stay in the fight. I guess I, uh, as much as anything, I guess I just wanted to say that. Folks, I think we got a show out of that, a show that uh, may be a little bit meandering, a show that may be a little bit deleted when I listen back to it, a show that may have a lot of popping peas, popping peas, pressure, Pollyanna, polygon, podunk, popcorn, uh, Puckett, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. Popping peas, a show with a lot of uh, a show that's on a different microphone and that may have its problems. Uh, problems, another p word. Uh, I hope it was okay. Hope you had fun. I had fun doing this. Who knows if I'll have fun listening back to it? But I had fun doing this, and I hope you did too. Uh, we will be back together again next week. I think health and uh, technology permitting. 
And we'll probably do a little bit of talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Maybe a lot of talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because it is all that is on my mind as I move closer and closer to releasing this dumb acoustic album that I've been working on that I'm really, really excited about and that I hope you are too. Keep an eye on DerekBrink.com and on my social media. I am on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and also TikTok, but I don't do anything with it because TikTok... Uh, keeps recommending videos of adorable cats and kittens purring and doing stuff to me, and that lights up a part of my brain that uh, brings me a lot of happiness and calm. And I don't do anything with my TikTok other than watch cat videos because I don't want it to ever give me anything other than cat videos. So don't bother looking for me on TikTok. It won't be worth your time, but I'm on it. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram I post on semi-regularly at least. Uh, so watch that, but also just uh, DerekBrink.com. Go to that on October 29th, and you will see that the uh, Derek Brink Acoustic Show, a.k.a. Rocky Horror Tribute album, is out. Uh, keep an eye out for that. We will be back with the show as usual, God and everything else willing, next week. I might even be back on the correct microphones uh, by that time. Until then... Uh, let's close out the show the way that we always do with words that I always mean. Please remember, uh, if you're not vaccinated, for God's sake, get vaccinated. There's no reason not to. There's nothing that should be stopping you. Get vaccinated. Social distance as much as you can. Otherwise, uh, also uh, wear a mask as much as you can. And uh, uh, for God's sake, folks, we're, there are times where it looks like we're turning the corner on this thing. We really need to turn the corner on this thing. Please, please, please do your part. Outside of that, please remember that black lives matter. Trans rights are human rights. Women's rights are human rights. Be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Forgive each other and forgive yourselves. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time. Pepperoni is also a P-word. <laughs>